Down here, by the way, for the people upstairs, just so you know. Boys and girls, thank you, first of all, so much for being involved this morning. Thank you for singing, and thank you guys for reading very well. And thanks, too, to the WePM band for leading us in our singing. We didn't have a nativity play this morning, which is sad, but we did read from the Bible and hear of the story of Jesus' birth, didn't we? From Matthew's Gospel. And it is important to remember that this isn't a fairy story. This isn't like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. This is a true story that really happened. Have any of you ever been in a nativity play? Yeah? Yeah? Good. Well, when we, when we watch a nativity play, and especially if our kids are in a nativity play, it is, it is very cute, isn't it? There is a little baby Jesus in the manger, and he looks very cute and happy and he's surrounded by all the cuddly donkeys and the animals and loads of presents and it's all very peaceful we sung no crying he makes but you know the story that the bible tells is actually quite different do you know it's not it's not peaceful it is actually quite a scary story do you like scary stories it's quite a surprising story do you like surprises this is good then Let me tell you the story as it happens in Matthew. See, when Jesus was born, there was a king, and his name was King Herod. But when King Herod found out that Jesus had been born king of the Jews, you know what? Herod did not sing, joy to the world, the Lord has come. No, he said, I want him dead. He didn't rejoice He said, I want him dead. In fact, if Herod was to have sent Jesus a Christmas card, a birthday card it would have been on that first Christmas, do you know what it would have said? Where's my first helper? Amanda, out you come. We've got a Christmas card from Herod to Jesus. And here's what it would have said. Here's the front. Do you want to open it up in front of you? So, dear Jesus, (laughs) I want you dead. Now close it again. I want to make this like, you know the musical cards you get on your birthday, so you open up and it sings your song? Well, you need to be the sound. Is that okay? So when Amanda opens this up, you have to read what it's inside. Okay, so let's give that a bash. I want you dead. Now, that was okay, but you weren't very furious. You were quite happy about this. This is from King Herod. He's disturbed. So close it again. Let's try again. Close it so the batteries don't run down. Um, so, so Herod is furious at the birth of King Jesus, so much so that he starts to plot and he starts to scheme. And he wants to know how he can kill baby Jesus. And the more he plots, the more he plans, the more furious he becomes. To the point where his tactic is that he is going to kill every single baby boy under the age of two in the town of of Bethlehem. Think about that. All the two-year-old baby boys, the many boys, are killed for the sake of one. Many die for the sake of one. Now, Bethlehem would have been about the size of this church. The same amount of people that are in the building this morning would have been in Bethlehem. So about maybe 15 to 20 baby boys would have been killed by King Herod. Because he was saying of Jesus... Open up, open up. That was very furious. That was good. Close it. 
So Herod says, I want you dead. Now the question spinning around my head is, why? Why, Herod? Why do you want Jesus dead? Now I want to explain this to you through the front of the card. Who is that on the front? That is Simba, isn't it? What film is Simba from? The Lion King. It's one of my favorite movies. In The Lion King, Simba stands with his dad, Mufasa, and he looks over the Pride Land. Do you remember that? And he is told that when you become king, Simba, you are going to be king over all of this. But then, who enters the scene? Simba's uncle, Scar. And Scar thinks, do you know what? I want to be king. I want to be king over all the Pride Lands. And so he decides the only way that he can be king is if he gets rid of Simba. So Scar starts to say, Open up. And do you remember the scary part of the story when Scar gets Simba in the middle of the gorge, right in the path of the wildebeest who come and stampede? Because if Scar is going to be king, he needs to kill Simba. Now the same is true of Herod. When Herod hears that someone called Jesus has been born king of the Jews, he thinks, well, if I'm going to remain king, I need to get rid of Jesus. I need to say, I want you dead. Now, in this story, I don't know if you realize when we read it through, do you know what we're told three times in Matthew chapter 2? We're told three times that Herod died. And then he died. After Herod died. And he died. This King Herod, who wanted the baby Jesus dead, ends up himself being a dead king. He was a king who had no rule over death and no power beyond his death. Now, there were another group of people in Matthew 2. We're going to think about them. Does anyone know who, who else came to visit Jesus? Here's a hand. Anyone help him out? Yep. They weren't in Matthew 2. They were Matthew 1. Who was in Matthew 2? Yeah. The Magi. The Magi. Good. The wise men. Now, when the Magi, the wise men, heard that Jesus had been born, they weren't furious like Herod. You can shut that for the time being. But actually, they were overjoyed. So they would have sung, Joy to the world, the Lord has come. They were, in fact, do you know what we're told they did when they saw King Jesus? They bowed down on their knees and they worshipped him. And they gave him gifts, but they didn't give him baby gifts. They gave him kingly gifts. They gave him gold and incense and myrrh. Do you know what? I know nothing about babies, but I do know that you don't give a baby gold. You don't want a baby sucking on gold or sniffing incense or chewing myrrh. <laughs> I think. Um, but here these, these wise men, they give to Jesus kingly gifts because they recognize that Jesus is not just a cute baby in a manger. He is the king. And so they give him these gifts. Where's my second helper? Lois, come here. If, if the magi were to send Jesus the Christmas cards... And remember, this is musical again, so you need to help us out. Stand over here. Oh, oh, that way, isn't it? Okay, so when the Magi come, they said to Jesus, not I want you dead, but you are my king. Can we try that? Open this up. So they say, you are my king. Now, close them, close them both. Close them both. We're going to do them one at a time. What does Herod say? He says, 
And what do the wise men say? You are my king. Now, again, it's a little bit strange to think why these wise men would bow down before a little baby. But I want to explain to you. Does anyone know what this is on the front of the card? What is that? Do you know? Does anyone know which fairy tale it's from? Anybody know? Yeah. What, what is it? Is it Snow White or is it Cinderella, isn't it? All the boys knew. That's a bit strange. <laughs> so this is, this is a golden slipper from Cinderella. And I want to explain to you why these wise men were bowing down in front of King Jesus. Do you remember the story of Cinderella? The boys do. When Cinderella is made beautiful for the ball, uh, she has to rush home, doesn't she, before midnight. But what happens? She runs away and she leaves a slipper behind. And the dreamy handsome prince finds the slipper and makes it his goal to find the queen whose shoe, whose foot would fit this golden slipper. And what does he do? He searches the whole kingdom looking for this one girl and he tries it on every foot and it doesn't fit until he gets to Cinderella and so he try he tries on the slipper with Cinderella can you imagine how smelly it is by this point every girl in the kingdom has tried on the shoe he gets to Cinderella and it fits perfectly he finds his queen the wise men in the story weren't looking for a queen who would fit a slipper but they were looking for a king who would fit a crown And they had been looking and looking for this king who had been promised years beforehand. A king who would come from God. In fact, a king who would be God come close. A king who would save his people from their sins. And they'd been looking and looking. And it certainly wasn't evil King Herod. That's why he was so furious. But when they found this baby in a manger, they found a king who fitted the crown. They found the king who had come to save his people from their sins. And so they bowed down and they worshipped him. And do you know, whereas three times we're told that King Herod died, do you know what happens to the Magi after they worship Jesus? God protects them. He spares their life. He says, don't go back to Herod. Go back another route so that you will live rather than die. Do you see the two reactions to Jesus? On the one hand, we have, let's open up. And on the other hand, we have my king. Now, when Jesus grew up from a baby, do you know what? His whole life, he was hated. People were furious at him, people were disturbed by him to the point that eventually those people who hated him nailed him to a cross. And they killed him. They laughed at him saying, some king you are. But on that cross, that was actually the way to King Jesus' throne. Do you remember what Jesus wore on his head when he was on the cross? What did he wear? He wore a crown, didn't he? Not a crown of gold, but a crown of thorns. That's right. And this King Jesus, as he died on the cross, was saving his people from their sins. People like Herod's, who deserved to die because they'd rejected God's king. 
But Jesus dies to save people from death, like the Magi, like the wise men, so that he might divert them away from death through the death of his son. Do you remember Herod's actions? He killed many baby boys to kill one. Well, in the actions of Jesus, we have one man who dies to save the many. And unlike Herod, who was a king who had no power over death, No rule beyond his death. Here is Jesus who three days later rises from the dead to show that he is a king who can give eternal life. Now, boys and girls, the question this Christmas is who will be king? Who will be your king? Will it be King me or will it be King Jesus? I think a lot of us like to be king. Do you like to hold the remote control when you watch telly? I don't like people telling me what I need to eat at dinner time or what time I need to go to bed or when I need to do my homework. I like to be king. But the Bible says the king who fits the crown better than fits me is King Jesus who can offer me eternal life as he dies on the cross, saving me from my sins. Who will be king? Who will wear the crown? But do you mind if I speak to your parents for just a minute? Is that okay? To the adults? Adults, most of us will know what or how dangerous a baby can be. Uh, Babies are dangerous in that they rob you of your emotions, they wreck your social life, they empty your wallet, they puke all over your best clothes. They are generally dangerous things. But here is a baby who is potentially more dangerous. It may be tempting to look at Jesus and say, "Here here is someone who will even rob me of my crown. He will... To believe in him will mean that I have to, well, take the crown off my head. To relinquish kingship of my life. And all of us, I guess, have that Herod tendency in us. We like like to be king. We don't like anyone else ruling us. But maybe it is easy to think of Christmas as full of Santa rather than full of Jesus. To think like Herod, it would be easier if he was dead. Didn't exist. But can I say to you, there is great joy in the Jesus that is full of Christmas, the Christmas that is full of Jesus. There's great hope as one who can offer us life through the forgiveness of sins rather than death as a consequence of our sins. And so the same question goes to you, it goes to the children. Who will be king? Will it be king me? Will it be king us? Or will it be king Jesus who offers eternal life? Well, well done for listening. Shall we try the card one more time so we remember it? Yes. We've even got some actions here for the Herod one, which I presume is a knife, but let's not go there. Let's try this. So Herod would say... Good. And what about the wise men? They say... You are my king. You are my king. Good. Shall we pray, and then we're going to sing our Jesus Save song again. Okay?